Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Help on the Way podcast, where we'll be featuring June 18th, 1976, from the Capitol Theater in Passaic, New Jersey. I am your co-host, The Game, here with my fellow co-hosts, Knob and Fig. What's he going to have to them... say this week, Knob? Let's give them an old I-95 explosion. <laughs> good evening, friends. An old I-95 explosion. explosion. Good evening. Good evening, friends. Uh, so if you have not seen, uh, and truthfully, I'm not sure how popular or uh, viral of a news story this is right now, um, but a, um, I guess, what is it, a, a, a section of Interstate I-95 northbound in the city of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia, uh, collapsed on Sunday morning during a, um, a tanker fire that was happening underneath. And the reason that that is um, current hot topic is, A, we're all kind of near the Philadelphia area, um, more so Fig and Knob than me, but this upcoming Thursday, which is three three days, four days from the recording of the yes. show. It'll um, be today, if you're watching this the day it comes out, or listening to this the day it comes out. Uh, if we have um, our shit together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Um, the implied assumption is we're all on top of things. The Dead and Company show is in Philadelphia, and there's already some rumblings that it could possibly uh, impede some traffic. Um, Fig and Knob, what are your thoughts on the current <laughs> I-95 collapsed situation? Uh I'm definitely not qualified to have a real take on it, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm very glad I'm taking the train into Philly. Nice. Um, I have some takes, and, and this might be breaking news. So if you um, if you do have Ooh. like a breaking news, I don't know, voiceover or like you know breaking news that kind of thing. Not do 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 do. Exactly. <sighs> this came over the transom wire. Um, I'm out. I cannot <gasps> go to the Philly show anymore because of this. No. Yeah, oh. yeah, I know. Oh, I so it was, wow, there's some deer in my backyard. One, two, three. Wow, big ass freaking deer. I do live in Bucks County, which makes sense that there would be deer. Um, but before I dox myself further, I'll continue. Um, yeah, I don't live too far from Philly. Um, but the main artery to get to Philly is 95. Yeah. And... I was going to make this work by going into work in Philly and then just staying there and then kind of hanging out with you guys. And I was going to bring friendship bracelets and I was going to bring gold bod powder. I will just put all my cards on the table. I was thinking about bringing Cherry Garcia ice cream, but I figured I wouldn't be able to keep it cool for all that, that time. And know. I was going to hang out with you guys and we'd podcast and we'd go see the show and, you know, we'd all, you know, have a great time. But I don't see how this works with all the all the other commitments I have in my life on uh, well any given day, but especially that day, uh, and there not being reliable transportation to get home or to Philadelphia. Um, I'm out, guys. I'm sorry to have to say. I think it's going to be a cluster, yeah. and I can't put myself into a cluster situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer, but that's fair. 
Well, I was yeah. looking at city now. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I can still go north, right? That is true. Uh, that is true. I'm doing yeah, both nights so, at City Field. Are you? Okay, so that we can yeah. hang out. Um, yeah. Game. When is that? Well, it's just the following week there. Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday not... and Thursday after. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday next week. City Field's a Wednesday and a Thursday? 21st, yeah. 22nd. Yeah, that doesn't Ugh. sound No, I literally... There's there's very quite literally no way I could pull that off. Um, okay. If it maybe it was a, a Saturday, so what's 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 the weekend? Spock or is that Spock? Spock? Yeah. Is, I think it's Spock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Philly's going to be my only show. I feel like Philly's going to be a cluster, and I'm not trying to say that to like, you know, I don't yum think... or harsh on, harsh on your buzz, but like I do I... think it's going to make it tough. Like Nob's got it right. Take the train in. Take the subway down because yep. it's you know ninety five is useless. So everyone's going to have to be funneled funneled into the city and into the um the the, the sports area at, like through the same you know uh, points of entry. It's going to be nasty. From what I've gathered, if you're coming from the south, you're okay. Yeah, but like, everyone's like like that's the thing is like if you cut off one of the corridors of entry. All that volume just has to flow in through other corridors of entry, and there's only a certain number of ways to get to where you need to get to. I guess I'm going to. Uh, it's mostly 95. I'm. Uh, I want to keep an eye on the traffic sitch, like tomorrow morning, tomorrow night, and uh, like I think me and my group of friends are already leaving fairly early anyway, so we're not terribly concerned. Um, I mean, we're obviously it's going to be awful, but like. If we're down there by like one or two in the afternoon, like I'm not. Even you if we're to traffic. stay overnight, no, leave so right after. Yeah, but that's gonna be we, tough. I mean, we every, are coming. We are coming back. That is the one part of it that sounds like it's gonna be particularly tricky. Yeah, but so. also, you should go also anyway. An adventure. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, we're not gonna talk anybody at anything. Yeah. No. Tickets are bought. <laughs> tickets are paid for. Oh, that's the thing. I, I never got around to buying tickets. Yeah. <laughs> if if we would have waited to buy tickets, uh, maybe that would uh change our decision. But no, I think as of at least none of my group of friends have have said any any issues about going on Thursday. But I still plan on going. I, it's whatever. I mean, it, it, if. If it's crazy, at least it's crazy, and there's eighty—not eighty thousand people, but a fuck pile of people in the same crazy situation, right? And yeah, is that? It's is also that, are you taking part in that? <laughs> well, it, it's also it's also yeah, Philadelphia. It's a fuck pile. It's a fuck. Yeah. I've never heard that before. It's um, and it's also Philadelphia. It's not like it's the city of fuck piles. It's not like. It's not like the only group of people they have to worry about is the concert goers, right? Like, it's a whole fucking city. <laughs> it's, it's a whole major infrastructure that's going to annoy way more people for way longer well, than true. just than okay. just that Thursday night show. Oh. So I'm kind of just hoping they somehow have their shit together in the most. I admire your optimism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 really. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So anyway, okay. yeah, well, it's anyway, gonna be interesting. I, I'm bummed <laughs> out. I would have liked to hang out with you guys. Um, I was really looking forward to it. I think 
you know, we owe it to our, our scores of listeners uh, to have a live podcast. So we'll try to make that work out for everybody. And I've, I've met Knob a few times. That's I've true. never met Game, even though we uh, share the same first name. We were, we were so close. And yet, yeah. I bridge... met Game at last year's Dead & Co. Philly show. Yes. And actually, nice and actually, Knob, um, the, um, the main gentleman in the other group I saw today is also not going to Philly. Yes. Um, I saw that today. So it's a bummer. Uh, two are out for Philly, but I think we still have a uh, quite considerable um, yeah. amount oh, yeah. of people from Discord going. So we will yeah, see still, our friends for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still super looking forward to it. Um, last year. I don't even think Professor O listens to this podcast, but last year Professor O had pizza at his tailgate. Yeah, yeah, the and, whole yeah, nice awesome. tailgate. Yeah, food. and like literally, like all all week, I'm like, we're definitely gonna stop and get pizza before we roll into the stadium because <laughs> that was just like that was awesome. <laughs> like, the best. That, that was great. So anyway, um, Wait, was on last to... year the um, thunderstorm show? No, that was two years ago. Oh, two years okay. ago. Okay, gotcha. Um. Speaking of Dead and Company tour, um, we uh, the train is trucking on. Um, we yes. have upcoming. Thank you. I don't. I don't know. I feel like is I combined it? a couple. couple <laughs> things there. I, I like thought that. about it for a second longer and changed my mind. Um, upcoming shows is the June thirteenth show in Cincinnati, Ohio. Then we have our June 15th show in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 17th, 18th, Saratoga Springs, New York, which I believe is fully sold out. Uh, and June 21st and 22nd. I really can't believe they have two nights at Met Stadium, City Field, rather, in the middle of the week. That is That's... strange. Um, and tickets, for at least from StubHub, <sighs> seem to be a lot cheaper than any place I've, ever se- I've seen around, so they might yeah. not have thought of that. Yeah, you know, thought that out too much. Uh, where do they go after? Now I know Fenway's I'm asking Boston, too much. Fenway. Ugh. Ugh, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not going up there. We're, we're really going to... I'm hitting a ball. I'm hitting a home run. June it's, 15th, Philly. I'm getting all my... <laughs> I'm getting all my summer here. Yeah. Yeah, we're about a little over a third of the way through the tour right now. I'm getting... Uh, I'm going to get all my summer tour fun in on one show. On your market, go. Boom. Um, the other big news this week in the land of not so really much Grateful Dead, but in the land of Reddit, um, is Reddit has gone quote unquote dark. Now, not all of Reddit has gone dark. Um, certain prominent subreddits have um, gone private for the foreseeable future. Um, the reason they are going private is Reddit is greatly increasing the cost of accessing uh, Reddit's API. Now, I won't take us into a um, full tech uh, spiral here, but essentially what it is is third-party companies accessing Reddit's API um, to basically display Reddit information. Um, Reddit is now going to charge them a considerable amount more and all of the good Reddit apps use that API. So essentially, one um, one swoop of uh, Reddit's decision kind of put three or four apps out of business. So yeah, uh, and, well, and, and, and I think I think you did an excellent job explaining that. Um, 
However, I, I think that what was missing in that explanation was just the lack of good faith in the increase, the, the, the amount of money that they're requesting for the APIs, which was like yes. tens of millions a year, which is something that these uh, developers just, just can't reckon with. And so the purpose is not, hey, we need some more money. The purpose is, well, you're just going to have to use our app, which is something that, well, Reddit didn't have for quite a long time. And do you, so my question to you guys is, do you guys use the Reddit app or do you guys use a third party app that relies on this uh, API stuff? I have personally have always used a third party app. What do you use? Uh, I have used when I was on Android, I used an app called Reddit is fun. Okay. Um, and that's what I use. And, and I used, um, the premium version of that. Um, uh, and, and now since I'm on iOS, I use, um, Apollo. Now, before I used an app by the name of Alien Blue, uh, right. Reddit Reddit purchased Alien Blue, and that they kind of morphed that into the official Reddit app. And you know, um, I didn't care for Alien Blue anymore when it became the official Reddit app, and I really don't, and I really don't know why. Like, I don't know what they changed with it, but it's just not nearly as good as it was. Um, and there's a lot of other tools that use um, the API. Now, again, this isn't going to be a, a full Reddit discussion, but there has also been um, some back and forth shots between the Reddit CEOs and CEOs, the Reddit CEO, as well as um, a prominent third party app developer, mm. um, including um, quote unquote leaked um phone recordings even though said developer lives in canada where only one person needs to know they're recording so it's not really a leak in my opinion but hey that's what reddit ceo thinks um so it is quite um quite the rabbit hole <laughs> to go down yeah. if you are if you are interested in um the reason why some subreddits are offline now um i would be remiss to say that r slash r slash grateful dead subreddit is not currently private and i do not believe there um is currently any plans for it to go private um i am not here to say that is right or is wrong i'm just here relaying the information so while all of reddit not all of reddit but while at least nine of my 10 most visited subs are currently private. Um, we at r slash Grateful Dead are not. So if you are looking for an escape from some of Reddit's more unusual subs, uh, come on over to us and check us out. We are still open for business. Yeah, uh, and my personal protest here is that for the past like eight, nine years, I've done the, the weekly thread. So before the podcast and Currently, uh, every Sunday, I usually will post onto r slash Grateful Dead uh, the new weekly thread, which is, you know, random uh, show that is picked not by me, but by um, a spreadsheet that I created that has every show randomized, and I just go to the next line, and, you know, we get a new random weekly show that we then talk about in the podcast. And my little protest is that I'm just not going to do that this week, because fuck it. I'm a little pissed off. I'm a little salty. And I, you know, I care about this more than I really should, is what I've, uh, is what I've noticed. Um, but I'm glad that we're podcasting um, here today.
So enough about Reddit going dark and highways imploding. Let's talk about June 18th, 1976. Capitol Theater, Passaic, New Jersey. A normal Friday evening concert. Uh, let's just go ahead and dive into the set list straight off the bat here. Set one kicked off with Music Never Stopped, Sugaree, Mama Tried, Crazy Fingers, Big River, Brown Eyed Women, Looks Like Rain, Roe Jimmy, Cassidy, uh, Mission in the Rain, and Promised Land. Uh, Nob, what was your thoughts on set one? I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun with this show in general, with this this energy that they brought um i was listening to the audience tape uh i only found out minutes before this taping began that there was a soundboard uh that's my own fault but uh i'm not, not how was the audience it was clean it was good um it was, good, yeah. it was right in the middle of the crowd so you definitely got their reactions to when a solo was hot or when they liked a song right. starting and you could hear a lot of clapping, like on beat clapping during fast songs. But uh, no, it was generally clean. Good. Uh, it was better out of a speaker than headphones, in my opinion. Um, so, Music Never Stopped is a really fun way to start this show. Uh, there are going to be times where I find the energy dips a little, but the heads and tails of both sets are not those points. Uh, it was nice to hear the crowd cheer for Donna when she first sang her uh, line and the music never stopped. Uh, and I love that even back then the crowd was wooing. They're a band beyond description. This yeah. is one of those songs that it was fun to hear the audience tape for. Now, okay, I'm going to go on a little sugary tangent. <laughs> but I think that 1976 is the year that in my... I was going to say my in my humble opinion, but in my incredibly smug opinion, I think this that is your podcast. There's, there's nothing humble about having your own Grateful Dead podcast. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my incredibly smug and self-righteous opinion, <laughs> I think that 1976 is the year that Sugary really found its potential. You will find stronger ones in the later years. How but smug. 76, in my opinion, uh, is when they realized how good a Garcia a solo vehicle this puppy can be. And this is a great example of that. Jerry's got some hot, hot solos. He's not overplaying it, but he's always keeping his solo active and lively. Uh, there's some great interplay with the band. I was really appreciating what Keith and the Rhythm Devils were doing on this one. The crowd response tells you all you need to know. This is a really good sugary. The solos grab the attention, but don't don't discount the vocal performance. It's a strong vocal, both for the night and for Jerry. Uh, Mama Tried's a fun sing-along yeehaw vibes. The crowd likes it. Short but tight. That's all I really have to say. I can't tell if I liked the Crazy Fingers or not. This is one of those mm. songs I'm a little in the middle about. It was kind of on the slow side. It was early in the show for a song that was this slow and this slow for this long. Uh, it was a very distinct contrast with the, th the first three songs of the set. Mm -hmm. uh, it was quite lovely, though, especially as it went on. The three-part harmony in the chorus of Crazy Fingers is one of my favorite bits of dead music. Uh, it just tickles my brain in the right way. There's a really nice solo from Jerry around the four or five minute mark. And then as it goes on, there's a really lovely quiet jam. I kept 
kind of finding myself getting bored with it, and then a few seconds later, they would find something new and a different direction to take it in. So I, I would never call this a favorite of mine in the set, but I definitely appreciated it more towards the end than I did at the beginning. Uh, Big River provided a much-needed pick-me-up in the energy. Uh, I wasn't feeling it as much as I normally do. Outside of a really tight Jerry solo, eh, there's not much, but it, it was still fun. Uh, and speaking of fun, Brown-Eyed Women. It, it, this is a highlight of the set for me. It's hot, it's got great energy to it. it it's very fun, but also an excellent display of 70s Dead's control of dynamics. It was able to be really quiet and still be really fun, and it was able to get really loud but still be sensitively played. I was really appreciating it. Um, fascinated that the crowd roared after drink down a bottle, then you're ready to kill. Don't know where that came from. Um, I want to like This Looks Like Rain more than I actually like This Looks Like Rain. Sometimes the Bobby and Donna harmonies are perfect, and sometimes Bobby is so off-key it's not even funny. But this is a really strong showing for Phil and the drummers. Uh, Jerry mostly takes a back seat, and they really let the rhythm section guide the energy on this one. Uh, the Jerry solo section is by far the highlight. Not only an awesome show of solo from Jerry, but the drummers are killing it, and the ending is really strong. Road Jimmy. Oh, Road Jimmy. I didn't need another slow one right yeah. after Looks Like Rain. So I was kind of rooting against Ro Jimmy from the start. It's got a nice vocal performance. It's got a, a good supporting guitar work from Bob. And the first slide solo from Jerry is really nice. But by the second slide solo, I'm so bored. It doesn't justify the length that it exists. It feels like we've already tread this ground before we basically repeat everything the second time around. Not big into the Ro Jimmy. Conversely, loved the Cassidy. Really enjoyed the Cassidy. There were some interesting intro chords before the riff that I'm actually not sure I've heard before. You know, I wrote that it started like Bertha. Yeah, that was that's was a good Bertha. call. It yeah. was very Bertha-y. Yeah. Um, Which I've never some... heard before Cassidy, because those songs yeah, are, but... you know, diametrically opposed in many ways. Yeah, it, it started, and I was like, what, what is this song thing? is this? I've listened to a lot of Grateful Dead in my day, but I, I don't know this. <laughs> no, literally, we're on episode 71. And I, I, you know, outside of like Big Boy Pete, I didn't think they had too many more surprises for me. But and then we before get they came Big in Boy with Pete the riff, Burrow. yeah, I think that's exactly as many as they ever played. Yeah. Um, uh, so my only real gripe with this Cassidy is that it's not longer. This is from the pre-jam era of Cassidy, and it's a mm. tight four-minute rendition. And I sat there going, oh, man, I really wish there was a jam at the end. But that's just not the period and time of Grateful Dead history that we're in, so I can live with that. Now, if I had to pick one of the ballads in this first set, and there are three, maybe four, do you want to count Crazy Fingers? It would be Mission in the Rain. Mission in the Rain is definitely the best of the ballads tonight, in my opinion. Uh, Jerry sounds really great. There's a nice sensitivity brought by the whole band. But what I like most about Mission in the Rain, and this is more compositional than anything, it's got that Warfrat 
vibe going to it, where even though it's a ballad, it has a bunch of very different sounding sections. The intro of Mission in the Rain sounds different than the, the faster verses that happen later on in the song. And there was enough contrast to really keep me going. Uh, this was a nice Mission in the Rain to show off what Keith is providing in 76 Dead. Uh, it's not a perfect rendition, but I would have wished that this Mission in the Rain stuck around a little longer in the Dead's yeah. rotation. This definitely does not scream second to last time they're ever going to do it. Um, Especially when Jerry continued to do it famously. Agreed. Agreed. I thought it, I had to. I had to do a quick Google because the crowd started cheering at the start of Mission in the Rain, and I was like, "When did that album come out? Do they know this song? They have to for the cheer they're giving it." Um, it came out four months before this show. Anyway, I'll wrap up. Promise Land's a nice, high energy way to close things out. It's probably the most amped they get all set. And you can tell that the crowd fucking loves it. They go nuts for this Promised Land. Um, so all in all, it's not a perfect set by any stretch. I find myself getting bored with bits of it. But it's a really fun set, and there is a lot of good within. Big, what did you think about this set? Okay, um, I really like this set. And yeah, just to bring it back to the source... Um... Yeah, interestingly, there was only that one um, odd on the uh, on the archive. However, there there was a download series of this, and it was actually volume number four. And what they did was they smushed together most of this Passaic, New Jersey, uh, June eighteenth, seventy six show, and they smushed it together with um, a show that happened in Philly, I think, later that week or something like that. But um, yeah, seventy six is a year that I'm not too terribly familiar with and just to place it into context for the wider you know grateful dead um you know the dead were on hiatus uh through a lot of 75 and um into uh into a lot of 76 too and so june 18th 76 is maybe their seventh or eighth show back and they actually build this spring late spring early summer tour as the comeback tour which I had never heard of before either. Yeah. Um, it but just come back it, from the movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is. Yeah. Um, so a lot of interesting stuff going on with the dead and a lot of cool songs and new songs and interesting things that they were trying out. So let's start with Music Never Stopped. I thought the intro was funky as hell. Uh, yeah. It ends It ends without any kind of crazy build. So, like, when you listen, when you think of music never stop, you usually think it kind of kind of builds and builds and builds. Maybe in in 77 and later, that's what happened. But because this is a 76 show, um, you just don't get that. Um, Band Beyond Description, I wrote. I think I I was trying to make a note off of something that Nob said, and I have no idea what I wanted to talk about. Crowd woo. Oh, you know what? I, I think it, I think it's because yeah. So the crowd woos, and I think it's kind of like a welcome back kind of thing, yeah. right? It's like it's like oh yeah, like you guys are back, like you know, back from the dead. You know, no pun intended. You're without no, description. No, pun absolutely intended. Well, well, it wasn't intended until I actually said it. Sure. Um, Sugary was slow and sweet. I really liked the instrumental after. Um, oh no, the verse, the pre-chorus, and the chorus after after the long instrumental was really cool. So kind of like towards the later third of the song, I uh, started really enjoying it. Mama tried was well played with a really good Jerry solo, 
And we get to Crazy Fingers. So again, this was an early, early Crazy Fingers. I'm on Jerry base right now, and it looks like this was the one, ooh, one, two, three, four, five, like the fifth or sixth time that it was played. And so this is a great song. I love this song. I rate it very highly. However, this is not one of my favorite versions. I thought the tempo was pretty loping. Yeah. Uh, there was decent interplay between uh, Keith and Jerry uh, within the solos. Uh, Donna Jean gives us some harmonies that are almost spooky. I promised myself I'd come up with a better adjective for the harmonies, but I, I just have spooky here. Um, it doesn't really... It's not as developed. Um, like, there's a jam at the end that's just not developed at all. It's just kind of a loose jam. And it, it almost reminds me of, uh, you know, if you go in the archive, you can find some of the stuff that they were working on in the studio in 75, and it's a lot of just them noodling um it's a you know like they'll just play a random song like girl from ipanema like they'll play and you know maybe they'll just kind of riff on you know a two chord structure for like 15 minutes and it's not you know it, it ranges if whether or not it's interesting and i think that this crazy fingers harkens back to what they were doing just a little bit earlier in the studio where it could be interesting could be not it's nice that we have it we get to big river and um, I really liked uh, Keith's solos in here. The drums are really nice. I don't know if you guys caught the Day Tripper riff uh, at the end when they, uh, right before Brown Eyed Women, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Brown Eyed Women had a nice backbeat on this one. I like Jerry's vo uh, vocals. Looks like Rain had a good build. I really liked the interplay with Donna Jean and Bobby. And there was this interesting drop in tempo that they would do. Um, you know, right before they say, yeah, just like I, I and like they actually dropped like you know sizable beats per minute that I could hear. Um, and the second time they did it, they actually did it again, and then Phil dropped a bomb that I think scared my dog. She got up and moved. We get to Road Jimmy. I thought this was actually a really good Road Jimmy. I like Jerry on slide. I liked uh, the interplay with Phil in the second solo. Um, so that one I rated probably higher than Knob did. We get into Cassidy. Yeah, it started like Bertha. It was kind of an interesting way to do that. Um, I think the Rhythm Devils were bored or something because they just start doing like a ton of interesting polyrhythms throughout it. I thought this was a really good Cassidy, and it was succinct, and they're just trying some uh, new different stuff. So Mission in the Rain, talk about new different stuff. Uh, this is one I know more from Jerry Garcia Band because, well, they kept playing it. The Grateful Dead played it it's like five times. Five and times, yep. Five times. Interestingly, what they did, except for this one, yeah. Oh, wait, Mission in the Rain Promise. Yeah, so what they usually do is they play it before Looks Like Rain. So Mission in the Rain, then Looks Like Rain, which is kind of cool. But this one goes Mission into Promised Land. Um, this was a real slow dirge. Um, Phil had this really cool... Uh, bass riff going uh, bridging the intro to the verse, which I really liked. Uh, Jerry didn't seem as into the song as Phil did, because Phil kind of played his heart out through it. Um, at first, it, it almost had a Broke Down Palace kind of thing going on, um, just with the strumming pattern, but it's a completely different song, obviously, but it just kind of reminded me of that. And it got better with repeated listenings. It's, it's, it's interesting. I, I think I like the Jerry Garcia band stuff. I, I kind of wish the Grateful Dead kept with it, but I think there's they have enough going on. They didn't need Mission in the Rain, even though it's a great song. Promised Land. At first I wrote meh. Listened to it again. Wrote Zippy. Uh, again, we get some interesting, interesting syncopated rhythms from the Rhythm Devils. And Jerry has uh, 
uh, tremolo vibrato that he was using um, in that third verse, which I thought was really cool. And that rounds out set one. And I will say um, I have a lot more to say about set one than set two. So I'm going to pass it over to Mr. Game. Um, I also listened to The Odd um, and did Ooh. not realize that there was a download series available until that, after. That's got to be my fault. Like if, if, if two people are uh, messing up, I got to reconsider what I'm doing here. No, I I saw. How can I say? No, look, I knew I'll, I'll let Fig take the hit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm totally this is all his problem, not my problem. <laughs> um, the one thing I really enjoyed, um, because the audio quality of the odd I listened to wasn't exactly the best, so that always takes me a bit out of it. However, um, my favorite I don't know if I want to say it's my favorite thing of the entire show, but the music never stopped. Uh, Donna gets up and her, the first, you know sounds out of her uh, mouth the crowd goes nuts and uh, yeah and i just always that put a big ass smile on my face i loved it i I love the crowd just overreacting for for donna i thought that was great so music never stopped gets two thumbs up just for that moment for me um also enjoyed sugary and mama tried uh this crazy fingers i like crazy fingers i didn't particularly care for this crazy fingers um not crazy enough yeah (laughs) not crazy enough indeed uh big river was good brown eyed women was good uh looks like rain Eh. uh i liked bro jimmy uh i enjoyed cassidy i really enjoyed mission in the rain um really can't believe they didn't really play it what you said what two more times after this three more times after this um i think i'll get once after this once after this not, not much man yeah um once yep it just seems like too good of a song to cut. It's a good song. <laughs> you know, it just... It like it's just like a very well-written song, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Promised Land was good. Um, for the most I, part, I enjoyed set one. Um, probably should go back and listen to the download series, because I probably enjoyed a hell of a lot more. Well, it's really... Clear. I mean, it's it's a crystal clear <laughs> soundboard yeah. on the download series. Um, I don't think that uh, US Blues is on the download series, uh, which is the encore, but that's fine. Um, all right set two kicked off with samson and delilah uh then we went into tennessee jed saint stephen uh not fade away into saint stephen eyes of the world drums in space the wheel sugar magnolia and u.s blues fig what are your thoughts on set two okay I'm, i'm a man of my words so this will be quick Samson was pretty uninspired. St. Stephen, okay. Not Fade Away, okay. With a pretty seamless and impressive transition back to St. Stephen. And I wrote, I can see why they eventually cut this one. Um, And I'll I'll elaborate. It's just so technical. And it's just so not, I think, what they were trying to do when they they got back uh, together. Although they did do it in 77. Um, Eyes was boppy. Uh, Drums happened. Wheels, I liked that one. Sugar Mags had good energy. And U.S. Blues... Uh, I don't know if it was cut or if it was just placed at the end of set two. Oh, no. It was there. I just didn't listen to it. Go ahead, game. Or knob. <laughs> um, I've got a little more to say than that. Uh, um, set two was fun. I, 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 oh, I don't know which set I liked more. And then this is this is setting up oh. some, some drama for the next segment. Ooh. Um, 
I was into the Samson. It definitely isn't the strongest song of the night. Uh, it's you're not going to get the hottest Jerry solos here. You're not going to get Bob's strongest vocals of the night. But I found it was a nice party. The drummers are obviously the lifeblood of Samson and Delilah, and they come in strong with that. Um, I respect you for entirely skipping over Tennessee Jed in your recap of the set. Uh, this is not a Tennessee Jed that wins me over. So uh, Jed is not on download series. Like I'm looking at the disc. Is the correct music. call? If I were putting this on a disc, I would cut <laughs> the Jed. Um, <laughs> it's just too mellow, and it's like it was like ten minutes long, and it was wow. slow, and it's Tennessee Jed, so it never really goes anywhere. It, it, it was definitely the obvious low point of this set, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I wasn't in love with the St. Stephen. It was a little too mellow. I don't like a lot of these post-hiatus Stevens. I appreciate the smoothness to it. It's a different vibe. I don't like it. Uh, um, but, but, conversely, there is no song that got the crowd as hyped up to hear the beginning of as St. Stephen did. True. It's People true. were going crazy on the odd that I was listening to. Um, I really liked the Not Fade Away. That was one of the highlights of this set for me. Uh, it was a little on the slower side, but it definitely picked up during the jam. And I loved the jam. Jerry was on fire. I love what the Rhythm Devils were adding to it especially. And a, a fairly nice drop back into a fairly uneventful St. Stephen. Uh, I dug the eyes of the world. I did. It's fast, but not cocaine fast, so they could bring an actual sensitivity to it. Uh, there is a great display of Bob and Jerry interplay in this jam. I think Eyes is one of those songs that shows 76 Dead at its best. It's dancey and groovy, but it's not as polished as the dancey and groovy jams of 77. It's not afraid to take it to some weird places and just figure out what happens. Uh, Phil was all over the eyes, which was fun. The crowd loved the drums. It was a fun drums. It was a short drums, which made it a fun drums. I enjoyed the transition into the wheel, almost some like Gimme Some Lovin'-esque rhythm from the drummers, which was cool. Uh, I love those 70s soupy wheel intros where it does just kind of feel like it's slowly fading in from chaos. Uh, Love Donna's harmonies here. It's some good vibes all around. It's The Wheel was a good song for like a nice slow head bob. And then Sugar Magnolia is definitely a, a highlight of this set. It's incredibly high energy way to cap off tonight. Jerry's on fire. Mickey was curing my fever with that cowbell. Uh, as long time... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I had to throw in I the, didn't know the... you knew that reference. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's absolutely in my wheelhouse of references. SNL is, it's all fair game, no all matter right, how old go. this sketch is. Um, I mean, that, that is what SNL does. Yeah. Yeah. And I was hoping to, uh, to cause themselves. some psychic damage by referring to Cowbell as old. Anyway. Uh, I'm, as longtime old. listeners of the pod will know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the hits on Sunshine Daydream when they get a tight boom. <laughs> Sunshine Daydream, and this is absolutely some tight hits. I like the build a lot on the Sunshine Daydream. There's a slightly like mellow run of the chorus before we go into the rip roaring energy of the end. That was really nice. Skipped over five minutes of crowd noise. If anything interesting happened, sorry, I guess. 
Um, and then U.S. Blues was a fun one. Uh, Laid-back shuffle contrasted with some high-energy shredding. It's a good U.S. Blues. Uh, a nice way to cap things off. Uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. What did you think, game? Um, Samson and Delilah was good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Tennessee Jed was god awful. <laughs> it's so 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 bad. Um, that's funny that they didn't put it on the download series. Um, <laughs> that even they were just like, you know what? Like people don't just, need to hear this. Let's just let's just you know let's just let's do what just do the boys a solid. Just cut this one from the. Um, people from will the- like this band less if they hear this Tennessee Jed. <laughs> this could do it for the Grateful Dead. <laughs> um the saint steven not fade away saint steven was really good um i can't think of one that we've heard like that recently um yeah. so i i i enjoyed it um eyes of the world was good um of course you know i skipped drums uh the wheel was kind of there uh sugar max was kind of there uh however us blues was way up tempo um and a pretty actually solid way to end the show. I'm normally not a big U.S. Blues show closer kind of guy, um, but it was good. Just this wasn't this wasn't a bad one. Um, I guess I'll spoil my vote. I enjoyed set one a heck of a lot more than I enjoyed set two. Sure. Uh, but I wonder how I would change my mind listening to the download and without Tennessee Jed being there, etc. Et yeah. That would so, definitely bring the batting average of set two up. Yeah. So, um, shame on us for not listening to the download, and shame on Fig for not reaffirming that. I, I we will, I will to put the next time that we get an official release, I will just put it in big bold letters and say, click here. Yeah. Ooh, like- if you could do us a solid, can you specifically say, hey, knob and game, please look I'm actually, here? I'm going to call each of your parents and have them. <laughs> My mom will call me. There's a change man who called me to tell you that you need to. I'm not. She doesn't sound like that at all. But anyway. <laughs> that's a spot on your mom. Um, so misses game. We have no Scarlet Fires to rate this week. Um, does this show, since this wasn't an earth shattering show, I'm just going to ask it like this: Does this show make any of you fine folks' Book of the Dead? No, but there are other June 76 shows that do. Are there other June 76 shows that happen at the Passaic Theater that do? Uh, I think the next night at the Passaic, it was at the Capitol, which was pretty fun. My two favorites are, yeah, are the, the, I think that's on the box set of June 76 shows. Um, I really, my personal favorite is June Third seventy six, June ninth seventy six. I can't remember, but it's the one that has Saint Stephen eyes. Let it grow to start set two, and that's a killer run of music. It does sound pretty good. You guys want to hear uh, what 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 the the story? And they're sticking to it for Tennessee Jed. Um, this is on the Wikipedia. It says Tennessee Jed was omitted because the master tape was plagued with technical problems that could not be fixed in mastering. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's called the song sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Fig and myself kind of already spoiled our picks that we pick set one. However, Nub, did you prefer set one or set two? Well, 
I don't know, because both sets, I think, had some very good songs, but neither set was free of duds. I think set one is the more interesting set, in my opinion. Uh, even though I'm not in love with four slow songs in one set, I think there's enough good in there uh, to really keep you captivated. Um, now, well, actually, um, stick around after we're done speaking uh, to listen to set one of June 18th, 1976. Uh, show MVP. I'm going to kick off on that. And I'm going to say Donna. Um, just for literally the crowd reaction she got when she just stepped to the microphone at the beginning of uh, Music Never Stopped. Uh, Fig, who was your show MVP? Go with Phil for Scare My Dog. <laughs> and Knob. Yeah, I'll... Hmm. See, these are two <laughs> very good... Fig's dog. <laughs> um, I think I have to go Jerry here. I was pretty consistently impressed with Jerry's guitar work tonight. My honorable mention would be the Rhythm Devils, but I would probably go with Jerry tonight. We had one comment on the Blackdown Reddit. Um, and, uh, the one comment is from Reddit user, oddly enough, and he simply states, what a show, what a show. That's right. What a show. Um, speaking of what a show, it was a good show. I will say speaking of what a shows, we look to be getting what a show next week. Um, June 22nd, 1991, Soldier Field, Chicago, Illinois. This was, once again, a normal Saturday evening show. And, yeah, just a quick browse of the set with set list. Uh, let's see here. You get another Crazy Fingers. We do I'm get ready. a set two Crazy Fingers. Um, yeah, this I'm is a big... in the middle of the June 91 Dark Star sandwich, where they spread Dark Star out over, like, a week, week and a half of shows. <sighs> That's awesome. They did now, the this first is... verse like a week before, and then the second verse a night or two after this, but kept sprinkling Dark Star jams, most noticeably in uh, Giant Stadium, which wow. is a very good show. This would be a Hornsby show, I'm guessing? Yes. Our boy Bruce will be there. I don't know if I remember. So the thing that jumps out to me uh, is is the masterpiece in set one. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I love I love that song. Uh, I don't know if I remember hearing a after Brent version of Masterpiece. Uh, oh, nor I warn you now, there will he be plays the accordion. <laughs> oh no! I'm not going to put it in might. It's Friend of the Devil into Masterpiece. Those are two of the songs he plays accordion on, and he is absolutely <laughs> going to be playing accordion on these. We have we're under accordion alert. Already, I like set two more. I like set one. Well, set two opens with <laughs> foolish heart. Like that's pretty cool. Um. Anyway, uh, once again, next week is June twenty second, nineteen ninety one. Please join us and listen to uh, the accordion um, along with us. Um. Let's go ahead and do our bookkeeping for the evening. As always, please go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Like and share with any and all of your Grateful Dead loving friends and family. You may find us 
at wherever podcasts are downloaded. However, you will not find us on a service that loosely rhymes with the greatest sports movie of all time is the Sand Lotify. So if you do use a service and that service happens to loosely rhyme with the greatest sports movie of all time is the Sand Lotify, um, you won't find us on that one. However, you will find us on pretty much any of the rest of the podcasting, uh, downloading services and apps. Uh, if you enjoy listening to your podcast the old school way, directly on the website that they are hosted, you may find us at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. You may email us at helponthewaypod at gmail.com. Um, even though Reddit's currently private for the majority of it, we ain't. You can still communicate with us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash grateful dead. And I'm going to skip over my Twitch channel plug. Any final comments from my co-hosts, Knob or Fig? I just want to know if that's a sincerely held belief of, of Mr. Knob or if, um, it just happens to lose. No, that was a game game said that. Really? Yeah, no. it's games. Game. What? I mean, it was his voice. You're... Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah, do agree. We said it. I'm not responsible that... for. <laughs> that is my thought, though. Too. <laughs> I mean, right. Michael Squins, all... Paul Dortz kissing Wendy Peppercorns. This is greatest, greatest scene ever. <laughs> I don't know either of those names. And... And and when they throw up from the chewing tobacco on the mm. whatever the shit ride. Now we're gonna turn this podcast into the Sandlot show here in a little bit. <laughs> That's our homework for next week. Yes. In lieu of actually uh, hanging out, we're just gonna watch a movie separately and talk about it. I like that. It's like a book club. Except it's a movie. Perhaps <laughs> what, it should what, be called what is this podcast club? aside from a book club? <laughs> Any parting words in our fig? Uh, what a show. Fig, you're quiet. Oh, no, my parting words were if that was <laughs> a sincerely held belief of, of Nob. Uh, and my parting words are Philadelphia, we're coming in a couple days. Uh, thank you once again for listening to the Help on the Way podcast. <laughs> Thank you.